In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? Good to see you. Great to see you. It's toasty out. Toasty. Yes. A lot, lot of shirtless men walking around in dress pants, as I've said last week, and no one agreed with me. But apparently there were like two people who two did people. agree. It's not enough DMs to, to really for me to defend it. Right. The poll, the poll needs to be, you say a lot of people, <laughs> right. you know. Some of you have said, it, it's really two of you have two said. Two of you have yeah, said. Yeah, that have said, Jared, I agree with you. But it is hot, toasty, I'm sweating on the table, but it is, uh, it's, uh, I was told not to say something, but I feel like I got to share with the audience. I think we've got to share it, because this is maybe the, you know, one of the most exciting things to come out of this Come, come, to, that we have to announce. It's a cool had. announcement because, yeah. you know, and here's the other thing. People are like, you know, you say something's coming. Something's coming. I don't want to be that okay. guy. You're just going to tell them what's coming. Uh, we're going to have a Netflix special. Woo. It's going to happen. Play the uh, sound effects. Play the music. Uh, yes. Here comes the bride. This is my wedding. Uh, I am. And seriously, though, it is funny. Like I when you when you called me to tell me you were my. Mom, dad, brother, Jordana. Oh my God, amazing. Yes. I you, feel very honored. Call, yeah. I was so, I've never been this genuinely happy for someone. I appreciate As I it. was when you told, when you called me. It's just so funny also because like, usually when I have friends who just call me randomly in the middle of the day, it's to tell me that they're like engaged or pregnant. Right. This felt like your engagement. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. You know? It did feel like, cause I go, I got some, uh, I yeah. know you around, I gotta call you. Like who's calling right. each other? Yeah, it's, um, so what's going on? Like, and again, like the reason people tell you, like, maybe you should wait to say, I don't even have, I haven't even signed whatever, but they've just said, we're going to do it. Yes. And I think it's going to happen. And it wasn't quick. a spam email. No, it wasn't <laughs> from um, the guy at Netflix.com. Prince, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Prince, whatever. Yeah, it's, um, it's a weird thing because we made it in December and then we shopped it around. Everyone said no. And like, here's the thing. And then Netflix was like, oh my God, you know, this is, uh, this is right up our wheelhouse and sorry it took so long. And. We're going to do, I think, second week of August is what I'm hearing. Again, those things can change. I know I'll get DMs. Is it today? You know, like I know. Uh, but, it, you know, the reason I'm saying it here before it's even like official official or because this is like, you know, I, I, these are the OKPs. Like I do feel a familial relationship What's with an OKP? original key players. Oh, love it. Okay. Yeah, is that like, a sports thing? No, it was a thing my buddy used to say about like the the crew that would hang out on Sundays in New York. Like you, you know, when you first move to New York, you have like those Sunday people yeah. that were like, I'll drink, you know. Okay, like, people who are down. Down. Yeah. So I, I think OKPs, original key players, is like, you know, again, like the special going on Netflix is like part of the is is part of the the battle now. It's like I want I, this was made for people who like this podcast. If you like this podcast, you're gonna love the special. I mean, it's it, it's a, such an amazing, such a funny show. Thank you. Um, and we're so honored to be part of it. Me, Sam, and Aileen were like, just, you know, in our own separate group chat, yeah. just really excited. I texted all three of yeah. you. I can't thank the batches enough. But like, 
It, it, it's like, it's surreal. I don't know what to even say. I, you know, and then. It feels like it's a culmination, right? Of like all of the things that you've been working towards. That's 13 it's years in the making. Yeah. It's validating. It's like, you know, and we did us you up with benefits kind of about the feelings of, you know, not feeling mm -hmm. about it not happening and kind of the things that go with it. And like, it's, in, I know people, you know, I, I'm talking, I'm inside the comedy world. So it mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, my Instagram feed is a comedian, 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 comedian. Maybe the people listening right now follow one, two, whatever it is. So it's not as like, oh, there's a special on Netflix. You know, like it's not, I see everything that comes out and you get like frustrated and all that stuff. And now you're in the world. You're right? in yeah. the world. It feels like a little bit, it's validation and it's. It's I, your hard work having paid off. I feel like you've worked so hard right. for many, many years towards this. So I I'm, have. I'm, I'm a, so happy for you. Thank you. And I'm like, you know, I, you know, so I it's tell not like my, it fell into your lap. No, I've been on stage legitimately every night for 13 years. Yeah. Like doing stand up, And like, listen, stand up is a world that gets kind of infiltrated by people who just want to be a stand up and do other things. And they're, oh, I can. People will come to my show. I'll just like, yeah, I'd love to go on stage. You know, stand-up's mm -hmm. kind of like is is not really it, the amount of people before social media, the amount of people who like could tour on their own without just by just being a stand-up comedian, you could count them on their hand. Right. Like you did like there was very few people that like it was like now Earthquake, it's like any, Brian Regan, Kathleen Madigan. Like there's very small now it's like any reality star. Right. right and yeah. and so that gets frustrating too. So you, you know, I put a lot of work. I care about stand-up. I I'm like so, you know, now if you come see me live, I have a whole new hour ready to go that has nothing that is not the special. So if you're you, you if you're you out better, there, better get that perfected before August twelfth uh, or whatever it is. it is. I better be ready to go <laughs> yeah. for Huntington. Those dates are out yeah. there. So oh like, great, it's okay. all. I'll kinda, be there. You'll be there. I, it's all kind of happening. So I tell you know, and it's weird because it's like it's happening, but it's not like you know, it's not like I got you know the contracts all you know right. like. It's happening, but it's it, it hasn't happened. So it's not official, official because you haven't signed anything <laughs> so, yet. But it's happening, right? And it's like kind of like getting in, in a certain element, like getting engaged. We're getting engaged. I just haven't had the ring yet, right. but we're getting engaged. We went and looked at rings. Right, yeah. Don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, like, so well, like, now so do you know what a woman feels like when she, she's like, "We went to look at rings. It's been six months. I haven't gotten the ring yet." I totally <laughs> understand because I call my parents and I go, "Yeah, I think it's going to happen with Netflix." And my mom's like crying she just can't believe, oh my god so excited right. and then i start getting calls from and texts from like people i haven't heard from in years like your mom my mom's friend mass texted okay. every, she is told in the span of an hour i'm getting text 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 call cousins and i'm going i can't i go can you wait like let's have a little you know like let's right. hold back a little i told you this wouldn't mean you know there's not we don't even have promotional stuff out there yet like let it happen right. give me a day you know and I texted the family group chat. Do you have like names in your family that are like kind of punchlines, but they don't even like like family names, like people that your family knows? Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, all of my mom's ex husbands. Okay. Well, like we've nicknamed them all. Okay. So right. you have like a name that you could reference that <laughs> all everyone, of our old stepdads. Right. Yeah. You know, would get a laugh. Yeah. You know? So I for sure. Growing up, my mom would get alterations at this guy named Fan Fan the Taylor. Okay. So he's just like of, he texted you. Well, I go. I text my whole family. I go. Hey, can we like chill a bit with telling people about Netflix? Um, I just got a text from Fan the Taylor. Like, 
Right. That was the joke. Yeah, okay. Like, you know, yeah. it's gotten so... And, right. Uh, again, Obscure niche people from our past. Exactly. Right? Yes. And listen, Fanny Taylor has his own life and, and family and all this stuff, but that's... To I, you, that's to me, who he is, right, yeah. You know, a joke name that I could use. And I thought the joke was pretty apparent. I go, hey, can we chill out on telling people? I just got a text from Fanny Taylor. It's right. gotten out of control. That's my, funny. My, my mom, I think it's funny, yeah. right? My mom didn't get the joke. She called me and she goes, she, she I don't know goes, how he knows. She goes, oh my God, I told, because my aunt Yvonne, she goes, I think Yvonne told Fan. I don't know why he's <laughs> texting you. I go, I go, I, go I, I just imagine my mom calling. I was like, are you, I go, I didn't get a text from fucking Fan the Taylor. Like, and my mom goes. The joke went over her head. Okay. Way over yeah. my, and I just imagine my mom calling my aunt going, you called Fan the Taylor? What are you doing? Like. Just I, I don't know. I'm like, how did we get this insane? Like it's everyone's excited. Everyone's excited. It's yeah. like this fun thing happens, hilarity ensues. And and like yeah. you know, now No, but it's a good point about like telling people, you know, you want you want to keep it a little contained right. until you feel like a little maybe a little safer. But Right, but you can't be half pregnant. Right. You know, <laughs> well, like, that's the thing. You know, yeah. so that's kind of the part of like when you reveal these things, like we came on here, should we talk about it? I'm like I can't shut up. I'm gonna tell people. Yeah. Fuck it. If they if they roll it back and say we didn't Plus, give it to you, doesn't come out for for another uh, six days for subscribers. Right. <laughs> we can always edit this right, right out. We can take this out. Yeah. And um, but again, you know, I guess to finish, put a little cap on this. Um, thank you to the listeners. You know, the the support from the people who love this show is like really something I can't imagine. Understand. I feel a little bit weird about it like you know yeah, it's an amazing community right it is because we came on here to talk about dating in a real and fun way and then you become a part of people's routines and i understand that i listen to podcasts too and it is um it doesn't this doesn't happen without you the show the people here at betches everything so like i'm i'm there's so many comedians out there trying to make a name for themselves and like the idea that like this group takes me in as like the coolest, wonderful, most wonderful thing in the world. And it, it, it really like touches me in a way that I, I feel weird about. Well, know, so. <laughs> it touches you in a way you feel weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that on the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're very excited to be a part of it. Again, right. I think everyone, I speak for everyone at Betches when we say we, and the whole you up on community is that we can't, we couldn't be happy for Thanks. happier for you. Listen, um, and to be like the, you know, now I'll be the carnival barker. If you're single, if 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 you've dated, if you've had breakups, if you like to eat at night, if you like to get drunk on weekends, if you're someone who grew up in a suburb outside of a major city during the late two thousand during the two thousands aughts era, this special is made for you. Yeah, you know this is for this is I mean, about my life, and we're all ten percent away. I haven't heard anyone who's watched the special who hasn't said it's, it was hysterical and amazing. And so, if you guys haven't seen Thanks. it yet, if you're one of the People who didn't get get tickets or right. it was sold out. Twenty. This is your opportunity. Out. You guys are. It's, it's going to be great. There. There's a special treat in the credits. Special treat. There's a special. Something's treat. coming. Something's coming. That's one I won't say. <laughs> okay. The credits are the most fun to me. Yes. Um, but for the you have OKPs to watch to find here, out. You got to watch to find out what else is going on with you, Jordana. Oversharing. I'm a big fan. That's one of my Thank podcasts. You. That's become a part of my routine. Naomi and I will not have a Netflix special, but well, you know. <laughs> We are. Uh, we have <laughs> a lot of fun. There's something there. I don't know what that could be like adjacent, like a show. Like you guys have a very calming energy. And again, we're going to talk about some like kind of, you know, icky subjects yeah. today. You know, you and Naomi have this like 
really good way of going through these subjects in a way that's like, oh, it's edible. That's what I mean. That is the goal. So if you haven't checked out Oversharing, definitely check it out. But um, I mean, the subject we're going to talk about today, it's funny because as you know, as in in tune as Naomi is in, in psychology, she's so has no idea what's going on in pop culture. Right. She's like barely on Instagram, like definitely not like up to date on pop culture news. Mm-hmm. So I was, we were going to talk about this and then it was like too much explaining before, but maybe we'll talk about it next week. We'll see. Right. But it's a, I mean, it's a, there's a lot to unpack. Well, again, I start getting asked about these things cause it's like, we're in the dating world mm-hmm. and like, you know, you see Jonah Hill's, Texts have been released. Yes. And I see that and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to even look. I I think that's a lot of like, you know, very male thing of like, ah, whatever. Well, to be honest, this speaks a little bit to your like greatest fears in some ways. Not that you act at all like Jonah Hill, but just the idea, I think, of of someone, you know, airing something that you've done and maybe you don't even know that that it's wrong or something like that. That Like affected them in that way. That's something you've stated before. Like, you know, as someone who's a public figure, I'm sure it would make you like, just make you feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah, oh, I see that. I cringe completely. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is gonna totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. So before we get into it, we're going to ask the OKPs to kind of do us a little bit of a favor, right? Let's do it. Yeah. If you guys are listening and you're a fan of the show, which I assume you are unless you're hate listening. Okay. Good for um, you. (laughs) (laughs) We do that too. We need your help. Uh, Nominations are now open for the 18th annual podcast awards and we're up for a nomination in the comedy category. All that you need to do is head to the podcastawards.com to register and vote. It only takes a few minutes, but we only have until the end of July. Oh, we got to hurry up. Yeah, you guys got to get on this. Uh, to get the votes we need. So just go to podcastawards.com to register and vote for you up in the comedy category. So it's called the People's Choice Podcast Awards, podcastawards.com. Uh, register and vote for the you up if you have the time, if you have the whereabouts, if you have the ability Vote for us. Yeah, we want to we want to win this so we can find more great listeners that will enjoy this show, right? Do it. That's kind of part that's the real reason, right? We want this is good promotion. This is Yeah, good. get us out there. Get us out there. Right. What so we what are we talking about today? So today we're talking about Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend and what she posted online. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there were two celebrity things. There's Kiki yeah. Palmer and Jonah Hill. Right. And they're basically dealing with relationship Texts that have gotten out there. Yes. Do we want to read the text? Do we want to? What do we think? I mean, the Kiki Palmer one seems like a little quick and almost like just obviously so douchey <clears throat> that I don't right. even know how much there is to discuss. Well, you know, I think they go into the same thing of like, so Kiki Palmer's boyfriend quote t- tweeted uh, a video of Usher serenade- serenading her during his Vegas show, and the and it's her boyfriend, right? So this is her boyfriend, and she gets serenaded, and he writes, it's the outfit, though. You a mom. And it's Usher serenading Kiki Palmer. Like, I, I think that's, like, her boyfriend being a douchebag. I mean, I just think it's so I, – I, I thought it when I first saw that that was her ex-boyfriend. Right. Because I'm that, like, who would publicly humiliate someone that they were, that they were dating like that? Right. And I guess, like, there's a way – you know, again – the way we talk to each other off mic and, uh, you know, when you talk to friends, I guess maybe this could be a joke between them where he's like, like, I've, I, this is it, a joke. I feel like this was like, was like not a joke. It doesn't come off as a joke, but I'm just saying that like, I'm trying to figure out like how you're with this woman, like how you guys are together and That's you're what doing I'm saying. this in a public space. How does this happen? Like, what's the most human way this could happen? Do you know what I mean? Like, the the inhumane way is like, hey, stop dressing like a whore, you mom. Right. Like, that's how it reads. Is he a mom to her? Is is he the father of her of her child? Yes. So uh, again, again, this is all in how we read these. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. someone could read this and be like, oh, you're a mom. Come on. But even or the idea that like, as a mom you can't you can't wear that I'm is also you. crazy. I, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. That's it's ridiculous. Right. Uh, but I'm like. It's so ridiculous that I have to like, okay, how do I walk this back to see that they're still together after he quote retweets this? Right. Are they still together? I mean, I guess I, we don't know what's going on behind Candace, the scenes, but yeah. to me, that seems like. He started liking tweets defending him. And how women need to have morals and bowie. Yeah. So I guess that becomes your likes become your opinion and the tone at right. a certain point. Because you know they're being seen. Right. So. Again, this is like messiness to me. Like maybe you're in an argument at home. Like, I, you know, I'm thinking of like if my parents were fighting, the idea that there'd be like a passive aggressive tweet from my dad. 
Right. And then him liking all the tweets that agreed with him and whatever tone he was speaking. It's in. just such a passive aggressive and not even, I guess, passive, but it's just like an like such an aggressive way to show if you're I think it's totally OK if he were to say, I feel a little insecure when you dress like that. R right. Or, or in I don't a private like, room. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah not yeah. on Twitter. Not on Twitter. Like, yeah. which is which is actually what's actually going on, right? Right. I feel a little insecure when you dress like that. It makes me a little uncomfortable. That's again right or wrong. That's the way he feels. Right. Fine. And, you know. Well, but well, here's the thing, and this is kind of the overall theme of these these discussions. Mm -hmm. Everyone's looking for teammates. You know, when you well, go, that's on, why you tweet anything or thread anything. Right. Thread. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, everyone wants to find their team. So the Internet, you can find anyone that will agree with you, no matter how ridiculous right. your opinion is. To me, hey, you're a mom, you should dress a certain way is a ridiculous opinion. Now you go online, you put that online and, you know, you get or, into the tweets of even... morality and, oh, you're a mom. Like you find all these like oh, these weirdo. When right. he goes and likes those tweets, it's him going, see, Someone agrees. Look at this. You know, uh, and it it's all done to make you look like you can't defend your position of like moms can wear whatever the fuck they want. Right. I mean, they, just the idea that someone would do that to someone they were currently in a relationship with to like try to rally the Internet against them. Oh, just it's seems I wouldn't want to be in that relationship. That's crazy to me. Absolutely yeah. not. But I, I think that's the theme, because if we go to the Jonah Hill thing. Right. Is this person and. You know, again, it, now it's come from, he's from this like male cis, you know, not cis, uh, you know, what, what's it called? The, the fucking guys who don't fuck. Uh, incel. Incel. He's kind of got like this <laughs> incel group, <laughs> the guys who don't fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's kind of, hey, he's kind of doing like incels assemble. But Kiki's husband is like going, hey, who agrees with me? And it happens to be all these guys that are like, in this, like, we sh women should be wearing it. Fine. Right. That's what he's doing. Incels assemble. And he finds these fucking assholes who agree with him. And you go, see, well, we'll look at yeah. this big group of people who say you're wrong. Now, for the Jonah Hill thing, Jonah Hill, you know, these texts that Jonah Hill sends to his now ex, and the ex releases them. Yes. And Could have come on stage, Jonah, for a deal reveal. Right. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> or, I mean, this would be or, a juicy deal reveal. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Brady is a pro surfer and she's also Jonah Hill's ex of two years. So they broke up two years ago. Okay. So they dated for like five months. Okay. Then, right. And she's a pro surfer. Yeah. Ish. Five months ish. Okay. And this past weekend, she shared text screenshots calling out his controlling behavior under the guise of boundaries, as well as sharing that they went through the therapy during their relationship. But their former therapist fueled his actions instead of helping to create a safe Equal environment for both of them. Okay, so now... And this is all, I guess, coupled with the fact that Jonah Hill has this documentary where he interviews his therapist. Right. Some, so now somewhat, he's like something. in the therapy world. I never watched it. Right. A lot of people were like, you should watch. I don't give a fuck about Jonah Hill's fucking therapist. Get out of my <laughs> face. I just don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. And, and let me also say- You like, want to live scream? Uh, no, what was it called? Right. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. What is it? Mr. Landers and me? What is it called? Uh, Maury and me. Tuesdays with Maury. What is it called? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I'm making shit up at this I point. I forgot what it was called. I Whatever it's it. called. I don't know. I've heard stories about Jonah Hill for years of just being insecure. Like the idea that he's going to teach me. But I don't know. Every story that comes out about him. Like I, I think Stutz. It's Stutz. Stutz. Yes. You know, Sundays with Stutz. Something. Whatever. Something with yeah. Stutz. 
I don't know. He's my my Netflix brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, you hear these like public stories about him for years, right? Of him being a little insecure. Like I've I heard ha- these stories right. before. I haven't heard anything specifically. I do remember he was like applauded at one point for saying like when he lost all that weight, he like tweeted something like, please don't comment on my body. Like good, like positively or negatively, just like, I prefer you just like not comment on my body. While I agree with him, (laughs) I do think if you're saying that like publicly as Jonah Hill, you're kind of showing your insecurity. Which is fine, right, yeah. But again, these things that the internet applaud, Mm -hmm. you know, like are kind of like, right, me too. You're looking for your team. Look at Jonah Hill doesn't want any positive or negative. Like, you know, I remember when Adele lost a bunch of weight Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, and people were going, she looks fantastic. And people were like, you don't say that. You're saying she didn't look good before. it's like, no, I didn't say that. (laughs) How about you let me fucking say someone looks great? Obviously there was effort made to make a change in their life. I'm congratulating on the change they wanted to make. Right. Like there's a way of looking at things that are glass half full, Stanley half full, Stanley half empty. Okay, that's our next, that's our flip or flop this week. So like, I... I just, you know, I, I don't understand that it takes the most miserable person in the world to respond to, hey, you look fantastic with, oh, you didn't think I look good about her? Right. I just think, and that's my opinion of you. You can disagree and go, well, I don't, I have this blanket policy, but you can't control the world around you that way. But again, that story, I remember that story. Mm-hmm. It brings me back to, hey, guy sounds a little insecure, right. as am I. Okay, yeah. Right. right. You know, which like, is, a re- which is a fine and a relatable thing. So I guess- she posts these screenshots, which basically um, paint him in, in a very insecure light. And, you yeah. know, I mean, there's a lot of debate about whether or not these are ab- emotionally abusive. Well, this is a good, yeah, right? okay, yeah. So, I mean, something he's, something, I guess, to read some of the more. Uh, Do I have to be him? <laughs> I guess so. Pla- I'll be him, okay. you be her. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, plain and simple, if you need. Also, he really, um, if we look at these texts, the way he formats. This looks like really, a notes app that was then copied and oh, pasted. Okay. <laughs> to Plain me. and simple. Yeah, that's fair. If you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to model is crazy. To po- I mean, all of these are crazy. Yeah. To post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or a coffee or something respectful. I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnerships, my boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. Oh, and modeling, which is the last profession I would be with as a partner. And she says, thought picks. But LOL, must be hard feeling so trapped. Well, maybe you should have asked me more about what I do for work before you decided to date me then. A little late now. Keep taking me for granted. Go model. It's a fulfilling life. you'll, You'll love it. Real depth and substance and sustainability for relationships. But actually, I'm done done with this convo. Yeah, they're all. I mean, they're so all. That's it an goes old, on yeah. on. I mean, like that's the that's the crux of this conversation. Yeah. When I read this, I didn't read the. I didn't see the part. I saw only the first, like plain and simple part, and I mm-hmm. didn't get to the like keep taking me for granted. He sounds like an asshole. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, and that's where it gets like. Here's the thing. Go ahead. I think 
he, like you said, he sounds extremely insecure. Mm -hmm. I think if these were worded differently, they would be less emotionally abusive and more vulnerable and more like come off as less fucked up. Like right. if they were, if it was worded, like I know it's kind of, I know I'm kind of insecure, but when you're surfing with men or you're posting these pictures, I, I don't like it. I feel I makes me feel insecure mm -hmm. and I'd prefer if you didn't do that. Cause I just, right. I don't, I don't well, see my, I'm not comfortable with that. And I just, I prefer to be with someone who doesn't do that. And I get, maybe you like doing that. We might right. not be a match if I'm the person who does that. If he phrased it like that, I actually don't think these would be, you're, you're, I think everyone is entitled to be, want certain things that their partner, right or wrong. Right. I agree with you. I think what you're, the way you just put it. And if I'm to go into like deal reveal mode, where mm -hmm. like, what do I think he's trying to do via these texts? Like right. if we put aside the labeling of what it is, what you just did is a person trying to work with someone to make a relationship happen. Right. It sounds to me that he was trying to get out of this relationship. It sounds to me that he was like, right. that he was like shaming her. He, it's a fucked up way to get out of a relationship. It's a fucked yeah. up way to get out of a relationship, but it sounds like he was, because he's being mean. Like if yeah. someone's like- He's making it a bit like a person, like a negative personality trait about her instead of instead of owning it as his, um, as his as something that he needs to work on. It's it's it sounds like my parents when I would want to go do a sleepover growing up. You want to who's who wants to sleep over? Who does that? My parents used to do that all the time. You you want to go on a sleepover at someone else's house? I'm like, yeah, people do sleepovers all the fucking time. Why am I the weirdo? In the same way, she's like, right. he's going, you want to be a model? Right. Like, yeah, well, you're such a loser no that you, li you like this. Yeah, you right. Like, I guess, I guess you feel secure. Like you right. feel validated and you feel like great about yourself from doing that. That'll be great for you. Yeah, good for you. It's like, yeah, there's other people that have long lasting careers as models. Right. Like, so like. He's not saying what's really the issue with him, with her modeling. It's not that she's, um that, that he doesn't find this to be like, uh, a worthwhile endeavor. It's that he's right. a fucking loser and he's insecure. Right. And he doesn't, um, and he gets jealous, I well, assume. This is the problem. This is where, again, like there are levels to this. You and I are on the same page. Mm -hmm. He sounds like an insecure loser. Uh, where do we lose each other? Um, maybe, but you haven't even said this yet, but like the idea of calling this emotional abuse. Right. I understand why people put it in that bucket because it helps serves them. They go, I've been spoken to. When you right. go out to the internet, again, to uh, bring this back around, you're looking for your team. So there are people that read this and they go, this is the languaging that kept me in this shitty mm -hmm. relationship. It's emotionally abusive. I go, well, I don't know. I, I To me, I, and again, this is where these things become icky and I don't know, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a professional. Right. I'm a guy giving an opinion that you would talk to at a bar or at a pool or a beach and amongst friends. I'm having the same conversation with you right now that I would have with friends where I could be wrong and that's okay. And I can't believe I'm even prefacing with that, but that's what you have to do on the internet because I go, when I hear emotionally abusive, I go, well, what does he hold over her to make her have to stay in this relationship other than him? Right. Like Although I guess you could, together, one could, one could say that about like someone who's physically abusive. Like why do people stay in, in relationships where they're being fit? Like, why didn't they just leave? So I do understand fair. the extent of someone's like, okay, they're emotionally manipulating the person into like allowing them to treat them this way. That I, I do understand it that way. Although like, where's the line between this person's just like an asshole and you should have like you know what I mean? Like knowing your own boundaries and this person's like dangerous. I think like right. emotionally abusive implies that he's like dangerous. Well, that's the thing where you go, if they had kids together 
and he's speaking like this. Like, you go, well, I, I got to stay for the kids. Like, I got to deal with this because of the kids. Right. Do you, and again, I, I guess I didn't think of it that way, where it's like, why, you know, the I would disagree with someone being like, you can't leave someone who's physically abusive. Like, I wouldn't understand that. Right. Do you know what I mean? I, I, this becomes more understandable to me because I'm like, it's just shitty language from someone who's very insecure, who you could leave any day. It's not like they pay right. your rent. It's not like they, you know, like. Well, the other thing about this, which does feel like a little bit of a double standard. And again, I'm not like hating on women or defending him necessarily, but it's interesting on an oversharing episode mm -hmm. that actually is out. It'll, it came out at this point, if you're a subscriber today or yesterday, there's a woman who writes in and she says, um, my, my cousin is 21 years old and she posts like very sexual pictures of herself on Instagram. And I don't want my boyfriend looking at those pictures. So I, I've asked him to like mute, to mute her. Mm -hmm. And then she finds out the cousin wasn't muted and they get into a big fight about that. And so like one could say, I guess That's if one looks crazy scenario, well, I'm saying if, I, you know, yeah, if one looks at this and says like, would I look at her and say, you're a monster for stopping for trying to control what he's looking at on Instagram? No, no. but like, um, in the same way, I'm not like Jonah Hill, you're a monster. I'm just kind of like, you're a very insecure person. Just like, again, you could call this woman emotionally abusive potentially Right. For trying to like, for getting mad that someone is looking at something or trying to control them or trying to control their internet presence, which to an extent, I think both of these things are, are two people who are revealing their insecurities by trying to, but if they're not really like, a, a they're not um, addressing them head on. They're mm -hmm. trying to like manipulate the other person and it's a way to like make them self-soothe when like if they were in a really healthy relationship, what they would say, there's a difference between emotionally abusive and unhealthy relationship. I would say right. definitely unhealthy relationship here. Abs absolutely. Just like the woman in the oversharing email. Right. So, but I think like in a healthy relationship, you can say, when I, when I see you looking at pictures of my cousin, when I, when I, the fact that I know that you're looking at pictures of cousin makes me feel insecure. I feel, I'm worried that you're going to leave me for someone <laughs> right. that's hotter than right. me, or right. I don't feel like I'm pretty enough for you. Right. Or in, in the Jonah Hill's case, when I, when you're surfing with men, I get, I get anxious that you're going to be cheating on me. You know, it's interesting. And I'm kind of just like, while we're talking about this, realizing this is like everyone that was commenting that he's emotionally abusive was coming from the perspective that he was trying to keep her. Right. <laughs> I'm coming. You're from coming the from like he's trying to get rid of her. He's trying to get rid of her. Why not just break up with her? This seems like that seems I, less I, fucked up than saying all this shit to her. Also, as a celebrity, where you must know in the back of your head that anything everything. you write is potential. And I, th I do think it's fucked. Personally, I do think it's fucked up that she aired these texts. Yeah, I think it's fucked up. I don't think he's right, but I don't think that that the punishment fit the crime. Personally, right. I, I mean, this is no, I. Again, like it is because I do think if anyone looked at any of the texts from all of our previous relationships and they found the worst things that we said to someone and they were all they were they were all crops organized for and us. just just <laughs> including the things that the other person said. Right. I do think most of us um, would get a lot of Internet outrage as well. So I don't yeah. think that I think when you're in a relationship with someone and it again, I, I think this is a little bit different than being like physically abused or physically or needing to warn someone, or if you're being sexually abused or something like that, right. I think that's like a different level. I think this goes in the category of this guy's an asshole. Don't want anything to do with him. But I don't think that what she was doing 
was a healthy response. No, personally, I, I, it, it, I, I'm with you. I, I think I saw this and I was like, ugh, fucking loser. And and he seems like he just wants to get he wants to win an argument on his way out. Like, OK, and you want to be a model? Fuck you. You know, like this is his way of like, right. Getting her. You think he wanted he was doing this so she would break up with him. I think he, he was doing this to be like, I'm going to be mean to you. And hopefully get, you and leave. Hopefully you go. Well, fuck it. I'm. I, this is. He's. That seems like, like a very dangerous game for a celebrity to play. Right. I, <laughs> the more I think about it, the more ridiculous it gets. Um, no, but it, it's it, because you look at this and you go, he basically her whole profession like, like dude, you're an actor. Right. And the you other know, part like, of it was like that's the most- was like they met because he he was like basically responding to these slightly sexual right. pictures is, that he doesn't like. That's what brought him in. So right. That's why he's probably so fearful. Candace. And she's a professional surfer. She's a pro, pro surfer. So like the swimsuit photos, the- It's like, her whole career. Right. So I get what she's- Dominated industry. Like that's a lot of like the backlash of you reached out to her because you both surf. Like that's right. started hitting on her. And then went through all of her photos and asked her to take them all down. Well, you know, it's funny. It's like the guy who's like really worried about someone cheating. It's right. like he's usually the cheater. You know, like, oh, I got here via your DMs. What about these other people who might get here via your DMs? Right. That's but an that's insecure a, person, yeah. I, I guess, uh, I don't, I guess I that think comes the, back to the yeah. emotionally abusive thing because you're like, I'm going to control you into shutting that door that I got here from, I guess. Right, but that to me is kind of like someone saying like, well, we met because I was cheating on my partner with you and that's why we're together, so you can't care about um, about the fact that if I cheat or not. Right. Like, I don't think that that's necessarily like a reason why he can't be. I don't think there's anything wrong if he's like, I don't want to date someone who posts pictures of themselves, sexual pictures of themselves online. I don't necessarily agree with that stance, but if that's his preference, you're allowed to prefer right. whatever you want. But I don't. And if maybe again, I think like I think it's a little hypocritical to be like, that's the way you're sort of hitting on someone. Mm -hmm. But I think. You're allowed to not like something in dating. I don't have any issue with that. I think it's the way that he's phrased it. Again, and what people do is they put themselves in the shoes and they bring this, they, everyone makes it about them. Everyone makes it about them. So they see this and they go, well, I like to post these. So he's saying that I'm a lesser person. You know, now Jonah right. Hill thinks I'm a thought, right. so to speak. And you're like, okay, you look at Jonah Hill a little differently now than you did yesterday. That's okay. I, I'm with, you know, it's funny because like this conversation Listen, I've been in relationships where you go, hey, that, you know, you can say to someone, hey, you and that guy kind of felt like you were flirting. That's right. a, that's a different conversation than please stop hanging with the women right. who have bad stop lifestyles it. who yes. flirt with men. And, and, you know, you know, it's totally different. That's what I'm saying. It takes no responsibility or no vulnerability in terms of speaking about your own part in this, right. your own insecurities in this. Right. And, and he never wants. I mean, again, the reason like I saw this text and I was like, just leave him. You know, like I'm like, right. why would he's yeah. not having, he's not, again, we always say this relationships are negotiations. The minute someone's not negotiating with you is just giving, you know, fucking dictator, you know, yeah. like uh, rules, the rules of the house, you know, like I'm leaving the that's fucking toxic. house. It's, right. it's toxic. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Right. No, it's a, I think it's a very toxic relationship. I think they're two toxic people. He seems very toxic right. and she, by nature of putting these, these texts up, I actually think is also toxic. Potentially right. unpopular opinion. I don't think she's like, do. I don't no, think right. she's like warning all of Jonah Hill's future. <laughs> he's already, you know, he's already got like a baby. Like who is, what does she do? She's saying that the behavior isn't normal. I think everyone knows that. 
Right. It, it, and this kind of goes, you know, now he's married, he's having a kid, or he's got a he kid. He has with a kid, a, yeah. He's going to have a kid with another woman. And, you know, that woman probably would go, I don't know what this, this isn't even the person I know. <laughs> you know, like, and, you know, everyone's, you know, everyone's a fuck boy until they're your dad. <laughs> You know, right, like everyone's a piece of shit. I don't know. I just you think it's a slippery slope to, the, to say that it's every ex is right to just put up any any private messages that you have between. This isn't a person, a random person that he that he DM'd online, which I also right. don't think is cool unless you're Adam Levine and you're uh, asking your mistress <laughs> if you could name your kid after them. Um, but <laughs> I can't believe that's a real story. Right. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. But these like people are like in a relationship. I think there's yeah. something about like an inherent privacy agreement of two people in a relationship. And if, and I, that's not to say that his texts are okay, but I just don't, I think it seems more vengeful and toxic on her part than like something that's actually going to really be helpful for people. It's funny. Cause like, uh, you know, yeah, it's just, it's this, I mean, it's not funny. This isn't funny. This isn't, but it's like, it's just, uh, you know, it's a wild thing that is in the, you know, the releasing there's a, there's an itch that gets scratched, you know, everyone's looking to have an itch scratched where it's like, look at these texts and everyone goes, look at that fucking piece of shit. shit and you yeah. go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's worse and, than me. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then, you know, he goes out, you know, and then again, you know, uh, I'm sure, you know, Kiki Palmer's, you know. Uh, I don't get, understand how they're still together. That's I, crazy to well, me. Then, but, he, but he gets an itch scratched. Someone's mm-hmm. like, yeah, mom should be wearing mom shit. Right. But I'm saying even that's a great example too. It's like, is there nothing sacred? This is like the mother of your child. Like you're trying to like turn the internet against her. No, well that's again that's worse than wherever you want. Have a private conversation about the way her outfits make you feel. Like, fine. Again, you're entitled to feel whatever you want. But it doesn't mean (laughs) old school arguments in public. Like you want to have a not on Twitter. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial and if you're a millennial it's time to add clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine i have to tell you i'm a huge clarence fan i've been using them for years i love 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 them they are such high quality they're like a legacy brand my skin always looks better whenever i'm using clarence products 
and it's no different with the Clarence Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarence has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S.com UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Let's get right into it. Okay. I like that they said let's get right into it. People are writing this now. Look at that. Maybe we should make a shirt. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. uh, It's a good shirt. I met this woman on OkCupid. Condoms that say that. Let's get right into it. (laughs) I like that. I met this woman on OkCupid around 2010. We'd been dating a while when she revealed she was into BDSM, especially submission. After that, we started experimenting with various forms of rough sex and bondage. One of the things we tried was handcuffs. We got some toy handcuffs from a sex shop and tried them out. The sex was hot, but the handcuffs were very obviously a toy, and it made it feel kind of silly and took me out of it a bit. Yeah, I guess if they're like policeman cuffs that are right. plastic, like yeah, you could be like, "This feels kind of stupid." Right, I can get out of these. Right. <laughs> I decided to take the things to the next level and sprung for some some legit police grade handcuffs. When they arrived, I showed them to her, and she was into it. We had sex using the new cuffs, and it was qualitatively hotter And for both of us. Yeah, the Fisher-Price ones. Prime day. He was right. like, I'm getting a real pair of handcuffs. Right. This year. Uh, it was qualitatively hotter for both of us knowing that she was truly cuffed and couldn't get out without the key. Once we finished, I, of course, went, went to let her out. Of course, of course, like a gentleman. Thank you. <laughs> I got the key and, o- and opened one cuff. When I went to unlock the second one, somehow it didn't work. She impatiently grabbed the key from me and forcefully tried, started trying to unlock herself, uh, unlock it herself. It didn't work. The cuff was stuck on her left wrist. Once we accepted the key wouldn't unlock it, we started trying to come up with other solutions. We'll cut your hand off. <laughs> I googled, it's an amputation. Right. I Googled how to escape from police handcuffs and was consider and was considering trying to get a special saw blade that supposedly could cut through the metal. But it was 10 p.m. on a Sunday. No store was open. And yeah, with, what store is open at with night? With a blade. Right, yeah, right. With, with a, a saw. We sell cuff blades. Home Depot? <laughs> right. <laughs> we decided to go to the fire department. Surely they deal with situations like this all the time. When we got there, they seemed a bit caught off guard. <laughs> really? <laughs> Nothing they haven't seen before, I'm uh, sure. The, the other line is for sexual <laughs> for endeavors, you know, for us cutting. for through. sex pickles. Right. We use the jaws of life over here for cars. Uh, when we got there, a bit caught off guard. I think they are not used to having their rescues come to them. 
They let us in and quickly, uh, quickly, and we were surrounded by a bunch of burly, bemused firemen, each trying to help her get the cuff off with the key and various types of bolt cutters. Eventually, the most jacked of all got a special pair of bolt cutters from his car. Still not sure why he had high-end bolt cutters in his car. And then after a mighty struggle, he was able to cut through the cuff, sparing my girlfriend the humiliation of having to go to work Monday morning with a handcuff hanging off her wrist. That seems was like a good reason to call in sick. Right. Yeah, I think we can use those PTOs. Why are you wearing mittens, Beth? <laughs> well, um, I have a little bit of a kink. Uh, that was the first time and last time we used police-grade handcuffs. If anyone's still interested to try, we found we could get the same tr truly cuffed experience using zip ties. Oh, Smart. Good to know. Just a little scissor. And you don't need bolt cutters and superhuman strength to cut off zip ties afterwards. Fast forward to today. We're happily married with two kids. That's so cute. Oh, we put the sex swing in the kids' toy room. <laughs> no, <laughs> we even saw you guys live this summer. Thanks for all you do, and a special shout out to the Philadelphia Fire Department for saving the day. What Love a great, it. what a fine tell. They these two have a sexual chemistry, and yeah, they both you know like the same thing. It's funny. It's good. Get a. It got a little dangerous. That probably added to it a little right, bit. Right. And it's the, again, the teamwork aspect of it. Hey, we went to the fire department like together. That, yeah, they right? made it their problem. That's why they're still together. Right. Jonah Hill would have been like, you get, you go, you go right. good luck. Yeah. And make sure you put on a coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see anyone, anyone seeing your wrist, bare wrist. <laughs> this is the fun part about when these things get released. It becomes not fun when someone's like, emotionally, emotionally. I, I know there are problems. There are bigger problems in the world that this could be connected to, but it's fun to make fun of Jonah Hill. Like I saw a few of those memes, you know, <laughs> like where it would be like, oh, not Jonah. Oh, someone put it out. Uh, Elle Orlando. She's very funny, very funny comic. And it was like Kim Kardashian that like, that like, stalking things she wore to the Met Gala a few oh, years okay. ago where she's fully covered it was, it was like, like Jonah Hill's, Hill's girlfriend like, yeah yeah something like that it was funny that is, yeah you know that, we that's can, fun yeah we can make fun of him right um, but on this subject um, what do you think of this what do you I think this guy's a keeper Ab absolutely yeah. What, I if, mean, what if someone cuffed you and then you, I've so been you got cuffed. stuck? I've, I've had this. I've, I've been, been stuck. in this situation. We're um, stuck? Not stuck. Real police grade? We, yeah, we, again, I do understand what he's talking about with like the, you know, the fake, the, the Fisher Price cuffs don't really do it right. for you. It takes you out of it. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> right? You're like, what is right. this? You and know? it breaks before you even get it on. <laughs> right. right. Ooh, got me. Right. <laughs> you know, you have to like hold your hands together, you know, like. Ah, this is fun. Like, this is, like, all fun and games. Like, to me, this is, like, uh... uh There's a, a real key. It's real hot. key, yeah. hot. Have you ever been tied up? Have you ever I done this? I haven't. No? But it sounds fun. It's fun. Maybe next Halloween. I think, this, yeah, Halloween, you turn into a different version of yourself. That's a cool thing. I do think with them getting married, I do... I think that it makes sense to, like, meet on OkCupid, then, like... There is a vulnerability of being like, you like that? Oh, I'll do right. that. You How know, do you discover that? I guess, you, you know, you have an open conversation, just like Sex with Emily would have said. Absolutely. Write it down on a piece of paper, slide right. it to each other like you're negotiating. Right. You're like, oh, you want that and Cuffs. that? Cuffs and that? You know? I call it cuffing season. I love that name. That's a good name. Yeah. Uh, Candace had no cuffs attached. Um, I I didn't have one. I, <laughs> this is the one <laughs> week. I. That's okay. I, I, I came fully unprepared this week. I got to... Like, well, the audience the, appreciates the, that. Listen, he's a you have a Netflix special. You don't need to do shit I don't anymore. Need you people anymore. You're barely even coming here anymore. <laughs> I just show up. I showed up on a Netflix float. 
<laughs> You're gonna get a hat that says Netflix. I have a Netflix special. That's, do not, do not look me in the eye. Do not bother. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spesh. Huffy Cuffy. Oh, I like that. Huffy Cuffy. I like that. I wish I had more. Cuff, cuffing season. I mean, it sort of like screams at me that way. Cuffing season is great. Let's do another email. All right. Hi, J&J, Feather Feather, and all the rest. I went to the Boston show with a coworker, guy friend who was visiting and had a great time there. However, right after the show, my friend told me that I was the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. And then that he really admired me. Oh, no, you can't can't use the word admired. Admired, that's a, that's a, I'm looking to not be friends word. That's what you tell your professor. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) I admire your work. I don't know. Seems like that. (laughs) And he really liked me. He is and has really liked me for a while now. Okay. Uh Oh, SpaghettiO. For context, I'm 25 female. About two months ago, when he was here for work, we had a discussion about how he may have liked me and put me on a pedestal. What does that fucking mean? May have? I may like you. Well, (laughs) we're. We're, we're not having sex with anyone else, but we're not in a relationship yet. We all try to find ways to inch away from... Your real feelings. Right, right, from getting hurt, you know? Yeah. And I thought I squashed anything between us when I told him that I didn't like him. Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, we are coworkers after all, so one must have a little tact while navigating this in the workplace. We became friends last August. Since about the new year, we would message a lot at work and text fairly regularly. That being said, I thought we were just becoming close friends, and I enjoyed our friendship. We even talked about our dating lives and preferences, so I thought we would have taken he would have taken the hint. I do have to say that I think it would be odd to bring a male a an op, a, a coworker who has expressed romantic interest in you to a show about dating, sex, and relationships. Right. And think that that wouldn't possibly get a little weird. I do have to say, in his defense, I well, do think. A little Jonah Hillish of you. Potentially. Am I, am I the problem? It's, it's me. It might be. Um, am I? I, I, am I a predator? Listen, I think it's just we like haven't a, even been filming. You know. I just think it's an odd activity choice, personally. Well, I mean, if, you're, if we're going to talk about our shows, the I I think our shows are great for couples because yes, again the established couple. established couple but us talking about the cuffs just now yeah sag- you know BDSM that is an uncomfortable thing to even bring up with a partner that you you even said how does that come up right well we we're listening to the UAP podcast together and we're in the car and Jared said he's been locked up <laughs> you know so now my husband looks at me and goes would you do that. Our shows, this podcast, is entree to uncomfortable conversations with someone you're sitting with. So, again, I could understand why he's sitting in the room. We're at the Boston show or wherever, the Boston show, and we're, like, doing red flag deal breakers. And now you're talking about relationships and dating. And he's like, we get along so well. Why wouldn't, you know, maybe I'm having, now we're talking about dating and we're talking about sexual stuff. Maybe, yeah, we work together, but we're off of work property. Right, but they already, they already, he already said something to her, which is why I just think it's like, if he said some, like well, to me, if like, if, if someone at work declared their love that they may like me, so they said right. they may like me, I would be like, all right, it's time for a break. Not well, like I, I'm with you. not well, like there's a show about people about dating and relationships. Sometimes right. they talk about hooking up with coworkers. Like, let me go to that. <laughs> well, it seems like there was him. some space between his admission. They then they text a bunch, and then then they came to the show. Okay, it was two months ago. Fine. Okay, so fine. 
It, to me, it's a it's a uh, naivete of the male mind and ego. And listen, mm-hmm. again, I, I'll speak for men. You know, okay. like uh, that's all I can. Sp- I can speak for myself. She's still talking to me. You know, like men aren't right, well. sitting there. Well, well, she doesn't. And even she wrote to she wrote in her email something very important. I mean, we are coworkers after all, so one must have a little tact while navigating this in the workplace. If she said that as a part of why she won't date him, right now that's a caveat. Well, it's the work thing. It's not that she's not attractive. I thought to me she was just saying that to us, though. She might be. I'm just saying she said it. She said to him, "I don't like you, though." She said, <laughs> "If it's I, listen, if it was plain and simple, I don't like you. But then you do everything someone who likes me does. Text with me every night, and you know, oh, okay." Maybe she's come around. Right. You know, like I, it's guys, so funny how like women are paying so much more attention to words than they than maybe they should. And men are paying so much more attention to actions than maybe they should. Right. Like, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> You're, as, a, as a woman dating, I think I was like, you know, he said where well, he wants to hang out next. He wants to go to this concert next month. Like right. he said he wants. It's like you're not really looking at the actions. And men are like. Well, she hasn't, you know, uh, thrown all my shit in the garbage, right. so she must still like really love me. Right, and and you're told as a guy like I like funny guys. Oh, I gotta get to know them first. You know, like, you know, right. uh, we, the the rules of attraction apply here. He's going. Well, the rules say. I guess I'll grow on her. <laughs> men do that. You know, the friend zone is a thing. You know, like I'm in right. the friend zone. How do I get out of the friend zone? I just feel you like know? if I told someone that I like them and they said they didn't like me, I would like, uh, that would be enough of a hint. Well, I would go hang out with my actual friends from there. Right. You know, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't want to hang out with someone who does, you know, this idea of, oh, now we're friends after you told me you didn't like me. That's yeah. a, To me, I'm like, that's embarrassing. I agree. You I know, wouldn't want to be like hanging out with that person. Right. How'd you guys meet? Well, I was trying to fuck her and then she was like, No. Well, and then I was like, oh, cool. I guess we're just going to hang here and I'll be fucking loser. It's weird because you kind of do hear stories sometimes like that. You know, I wasn't into right. him at first. And then, well, listen, there's yeah. that story gets told to you by your own girlfriend. Right. I have had women say that to me while fucking me. <laughs> you know, at first I didn't like you. You're this big douchebag. I listen to your podcast. You sound like a big piece of shit. You took Jonah Hill's side, <laughs> which is not what happened. Yeah. And yeah, I'm so, the one they're going to come for. Right, right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, find, we'll find out our opinions on Reddit after this. We will. Um, no, but I'm saying you do hear these stories, and I'm not blaming, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm blaming women. Like, yeah, that's how you get attracted to someone. He's kind of like tracking that a little bit. Right. Well, let me finish the email, right. I guess. She goes, anyway, after talking for God knows how long outside the tea. Oh, no. We decided, she, she sounds Public like she hates, talk. she kind of sounds like she hates this guy. Right. Uh, God knows how long after the tea. It was probably like three <laughs> minutes. We decided to go full no contact from here on out since that would be the easiest on him. I agree with that I, method. Yeah, I'm with you. For context, he's quitting the firm soon to go off to grad school, and I guess he didn't want to just do the slow fade. I, I guess I could see that, where he's like, let me just shoot my shot one more time. I'm, right. I'm leaving. I got nothing to lose. I did make it extremely clear, though, that if he did want to remain friends, I have not had and will never have romantic feelings towards him. This must have been a fun conversation. <laughs> this must have been fun for whoever was next to them waiting for the day. Right. Can you imagine listening in? This is this is the one that Don't you Don't like you. Never have. Never will. <laughs> Someone with one headphone out. They're just like... <laughs> No, oh that's God, the dream. To, that is the dream to yes. be next to this conversation. Since this is not the first time that a coworker has caught feelings for me, here's my question: Why does this keep happening? Is there anything I can do to get ahead of this? I can't assume and then say I don't. 
I can't assume and then say I don't reciprocate since that could make me look like a fool if I assume incorrectly, especially since we're coworkers and apparently my hints are ineffective. I always get excited that I made a new guy friend and then I find out that he just liked me or wanted to hook up. Can I ever be friends with a guy who isn't gay or isn't in a relationship? You know, this is a tricky one because I read this and um, it puts me in a position to sound really bad. This, Let's hear this conversation gets infiltrated by pieces of shit. Let's hear what you got to say, Jonah. <laughs> As a chubby and secure guy like Jonah, I just, I, 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 cause what happens in this conversation is like, well, maybe you're a flirt. Like, I don't want to be here blaming her. Right. She says this keeps happening. And when I hear that, I'm like, it keeps happening. You have to admit to the tango. Yeah. I, I think she's probably very outgoing which comes off as flirty which right. is again if that's her personality that's fine but this is sort of something that comes along with that people think may think that you're interested like i don't understand why she wants guy friends so specifically that's where i get a little bit right uh, untrusting of the emailer like does she you know, like the attention to an extent this, potentially this, this, this is again this is the douchebaggery response that kind of falls into this conversation I mean, I that think I have she to admit to. She sounds she a little does. bit like a douchebag too because she's like, all these guys, I just can't even be friends with a guy without him falling in love with me. Right. It's like. <laughs> right, and it's like. Is this that big of a problem? <laughs> well, again, to go back to the beginning of the email, you told him I don't like you and then continued to talk to someone you knew. What did you think? I don't like you meant they go, oh, oh. I guess I don't like you anymore too. Right. You know, like they don't, that's not how feelings work. You, oh, you don't like me? I guess I'm freed of liking you. Like the spell has been broken. No, you need a cooling off period. You need to become friends naturally. Right. Like I, I and honestly, workplace friends, not natural. You're locked in a, in a fucking room with this person. You have to make eye contact. Of course, they're going to think like, Oh, she might be into me. You know, you get these false reads right. on people. Yeah, I think she might have to admit that she leads people on a little bit, potentially. Also, I think going to this show, again, I'm going back to the beginning right. of this email, deciding to go to this show with someone who has expressed that they are interested in you romantically, to me means you're not necessarily thinking how this might make the other person feel. The way that you're acting might be giving a mixed signal right. to this person. They were the only friend you could call. Do you know, like, mm. and again, like she says, we were texting, you know, we became friends last August since about the new year. We would message a lot at work and text fairly regularly. Like you're getting something out of receiving a text. Yeah. Any text you get is like getting a gift. You open it up, you see what's inside. It is exciting to receive a text from anyone. You know, I, I've done this looking through, why do I keep up these conversations with people I never plan on hanging out with or meeting? It's a little jolt of adrenaline. It's, right. It yeah. feels kind of good. It's a, and that's icky to admit. Like, you know, maybe you don't need to text back the person that you have no interest in. Especially when they've already said that they are interested in like when it's so clear on the right. other end. Like if I I would be like almost not wanting someone to text me if I admitted that I had feelings for them and they said they weren't interested, I would kind of want them to back away. I right. think. And 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 for that reason I'm out. You know, you have right. to have a like I a definitive like I'm going to, and for that reason, I'm going to back away for a little bit. Like, yeah. I appreciate that, and I'm flattered. You I mean, can be flattered and go, well, good luck with everything. I think we should stop talking for a bit. Right. I do think it's the responsibility of the person that is less interested to back away from the other person. And I've right. talked about this as it relates to like situationships that I've entailed where guys have done this, and I think it's fucked up, where it's like, you know, 
we always have fun together. Well, it's like, mm-hmm. well, that's, I've told you that I want something different than that. Right. So like, I've been guilty of that. You know, I'm not above that. You know, I'm not, right. you know, I don't think most people are like, it's nice to feel liked, but you have to go let this fucking bird fly. You know, right. like you're a distraction for them. Otherwise, you're kind of using more people. more seriously than you are. Like, right. you fit this into your convenient schedule in life, but you're an inconvenience for them. Right. And then to phrase it as, like, a problem for you, to me, seems, like, a little, like, egotistical. Like, right. how is, like, like I have such, I have this huge problem. I just can't be friends with a man without him being obsessed with right. me. Right. And that's what happens with, you know, these conversations that get brought up. It becomes not trustworthy when they're like, can men be friends with women? Yeah, they can you're 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 listening to a friendship right now mm-hmm. you know like right. you, you know you and i uh, are we no. <laughs> are you th- right totally right. yeah <laughs> right. uh, oh okay. i guess maybe we're just business acquaintances no no but we're friends right can, like the idea like can it happen yes yeah. but I, I this I, is they, a different circumstance though the person right. has like been very blunt about you strip the yeah. nuance from it when right. you title it can men and women be friends without the sexual attraction well yeah but one had a sexual attraction to you and admitted to it. Yeah. And I think there is a, yeah, there's a boundary. Totally. And As you, Jonah have to, would say. you have to, right. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. 
Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You ready to play some games? I'm ready. Let's do it. We are playing Thirsty or Nah, sponsored by the innovative food and drinkware company Stanley. Whether you're headed to a summer picnic in the park or to the beach with friends, Stanley Quencher H2.0 Flow State Tumbler made from 90% recycled stainless steel is essential for your summer hydration. Before we get into the game, we are if you're watching on YouTube, we have these Stanley mugs. Oh, is that a mug? Uh, it's like a water. I call it a water bottle, but I guess right. you could call you could put coffee in there too. It keeps the the temperature either hot or cold. I love it. it on the on, to cross promote okay. the special. I have a whole joke about these types of water bottles. I have a whole bit about it and I, how you know. You, look at you got your hydration for the day. I mean, I have to say, I have been pushing for these water bottles for these Stanley water bottles for. I think like over six months because yeah. I'm like, I need something to drink. We talk a lot on this podcast. I don't know if you guys it. have noticed and we I get thirsty the and there's nothing that's big enough that right. will last me the entire show. But the Stanley cups, they're like amazing. I love it. You they're can, huge. I, like, I like watching women hold it. Like it's their baby. It feels like a security blanket it for me. It really does. Yeah. It does add a sense of security. I love that. And here's the other thing. When you have the goal of drinking a bottle like this, you finish the goal. Mm -hmm. We all want to drink more water. We all want to get more liquids in our system. <laughs> so, no, I've really, I, I, listen, I, some would call me a hater. I, I, in general, like I talk a lot of shit. You're a critic. A critic. Yeah. Critical eye. Sure. I'm a huge fan. I'm in. As am I. I have Stand like three at season. home also. You have three at home? Yeah. Do you decorate yours? People decorate theirs. I'm not like a, a decorative girly, didn't take, as they call did, them. <laughs> didn't take you as but a decorative girly. I have one for like every room of my house. So I don't, I mean, they, right. they're Never without. Yeah, they're great. And then I can always, again, whenever I'm recording at home, I have them. I get very thirsty. And I like that we went with uh, a formal look, black on black with silver. We can wear these to, uh, you know, a black, a black tie, tie event. Yes. We can bring these with us anywhere. So we're going to play thirsty or nah. And we have a few scenarios to determine whether someone's being too thirsty, meaning are these date moves over eager to the point of weird or nah? They're not that thirsty. Could it lead to a relationship? We're going to see. Let's okay? find out. So are these thirsty or nah? Nah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into Let's it. Let's find ready? out. Okay. She adds you to her close friends while you're in the talking stages. I was talking to a girl on Hinge. We followed each other on social media. Then she added me to her close friends. This has happened to me twice now. And I got into a debate with my friends about whether or not that's a red flag. So what do you think? Thirsty or not? They add you to their close friends, even though you've never met in person. I think it's weird. I think it's kind of annoying to add someone on Instagram but when you haven't met on in person mm -hmm. just generally. Right. I think that's a little bit of a thirsty move. I think men do it a lot to like add another barrier to like, do I want to go on this date? So I can understand from the female side. Is the barrier like, oh, I want to see more pictures? Let me see some more pictures. Okay. Maybe I'm just still trying to convince myself here. It adds another layer like of like, you know, I don't want to have to ask on the date. So I'll ask to like friend on social media so that like, yeah. It adds more time, gives me more time to make my decision. I'm dealing with other women right now. I'm looking to be casual. Those are all reasons to be connected on I social get, media. I get doing that. I mean, I think for women, they can do that too. Like right. I've been turned off by someone's social media presence Absolutely. to make me not want to go on a date with them. Listen, I mean, similarly, uh, so. many women are nodding in agreement after seeing mine. 
<laughs> so I, yeah, no, I, I get that. But I think the close friends maneuver from this point of view, would you understand the idea that like he's, it sounds like this is a male listener. Um, or maybe a female listener, but I'm saying sometimes I've I've noticed you get in the close friends list because they want you to see their story. Do you more likely to see the story if you're in a if you're a close friend? I would assume it I gets assume pushed up algorithm like pushed, like pushed up, and also like if they're like opting you into this close friend group. Okay, like you're gonna see something that maybe they're looking for you to see. Hey, I'm out. Right? Are you gonna get in touch? So some someone does this to you. Would you be like not too, thirst, too thirsty? Not too thirsty. No, no, no for it's you. a nah. It's a they're okay. playing the game. They're into me a little bit. They're excited about me. I I I don't see this as thirsty at all. I just see it as like, okay, I'm in I'm in this group of people that they want seeing that they live a full happy life. Okay, I'm I think it's a little thirsty. Okay, but I don't know that I would be out. But I do think it's it's kind of thirsty. I'm like I don't I don't really like. I'm, I think it's one thing if you're dating and you want to keep your profile open, mm. but I don't really like the following before. I'm with, we I, understand, know each other. I understand keeping that bar- follow boundary. means something to me. <laughs> Hear that, people? That's why Jordana hasn't followed you back. Yeah, that's right. No, I, no, I, I kind of see it as this like, oh, I guess I'm in that group. Like I, there was an extra thought put in that I'm like, what's the game being played? But it's not too thirsty, right? It's funny. It's kind of like reminds me of Snapchat with like, you know, you'd send the the, the mass, like you put it on your snap story versus mm-hmm. sending an individual snap. Right. Back in the Eventually, day. And then, you know, oh, I, I just did the first 10. People would always say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean anything. Right. <laughs> Except it means everything. There you go. <laughs> Let's All right. Do so one. I'm saying thirsty. All right. They trick you into giving your number and texting by borrowing your phone. My old roommate used to use this move whenever she wanted to get a guy to ask her out, but didn't want to come off as desperate to ask him for his number. She Give would, me your phone. <laughs> she would call her phone, start talking to the guy, then text him thanks after she leaves. She actually got a couple of dates this way, but I could never bring myself to try it. I, I don't understand the process here. She would call her own phone from their phone. Uh, my thing is like maybe she's pretending to lose her phone and then like, oh, can I call oh. my phone from your phone? It's cutesy. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'm I, not above it. I'm not above it because you know, listen, you get to make a decision later on whether you want to go on a date with this person. And I don't think it's about how they got your number as much as it's like, oh, was I into it? Were they cool? You well, know, like this wouldn't be uh-huh. thirsty to me. Well, what I like about it is that it's still making it, you're still doing making the other person do the work to find to find out if they're truly into you. Because right. she, by you texting them thanks, like if they are going to ask if they want to see you again, they, you, they all, still have to they still have to initiate. They got all the tools to build the house of a date, right? Is what you've given them like more I, than a hookup, right. I think. I, and so, you know, some people they're like just the idea of like, hey, I want to go on a date with you is thirsty. That's this to me is like. Not thirsty at all. You're like inviting them to ask you out. Right. I like it. I like it. Nah. nah. All right, let's do one more. Okay. They buy you concert tickets. There's a guy I know at school who is friends of a friend. He asked my friend for my number. I told uh, her she could give it to him. Then he sent me a text message that said, hey, I have an extra ticket to see Taylor Swift. Do you want to go with me? Ooh, hot ticket. Ooh, this isn't just any ticket. This is T-Swift. This is the 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 ticket ticket of the summer. Now, mind you, I'm well aware that nobody just has an extra (laughs) ticket to the Eras Tour. But obviously, I want to go. So I wrote back, are you sure there isn't anyone else you would want to take? And he says, actually, I just bought the tickets hoping you would go with me. 
That is a strong move. I mean, he better be in love with you. So he, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. She knows the no, guy. There's a guy I know at school who's a friend of a friend. Okay, so right. she's met him before. So the, she, that, you know, that, help, that context helps. It helps because she even writes, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> and that's no secret. I want to know what that means. (laughs) Everyone knows. I have Taylor Swift tattooed on my forehead. Right. Everyone knows this about me. The whole school. Oh, that's Taylor Swift's biggest fan. So my friend probably told him that's what I'm into. Ah, oh, like that'd be weird of the friend. And she loves Taylor Swift. Hint, hint, college kid, buy a (laughs) $5,000 ticket. I don't think that's how it went. But yeah. but this still felt like he came on a little strong. What do you think? Is this just a bold move on his part? Or should I run the other way? What do you think? Thirsty or nah? I mean, I think I would go. You would go? <laughs> I would go. First date, Eras tour. Okay, well, it's kind of like depends what I, what I if I'm like. Would you could even be, have fun? I think if I was like the slightest bit into him, like if I thought it was like, like maybe it could go somewhere, I would go. No, I, I Taylor guess Swift. Think, those are expensive. I know. I, I keep thinking like the type of loser who thinks they need to impress me in such a way that they have to buy a concert ticket to the biggest concert of the summer that they know I'm fans of. Like, I can't have a fun time with this person. <laughs> I just can't imagine. I cannot possibly having imagine fun. having a good time with this thoughtful person who really wants to it's, see me. Well, it's not thoughtful. <laughs> They know she's a huge Taylor Swift fan. You don't think this is very, um, this correlates highly to the like too fancy a first date thing? I mean, I would feel maybe more pressure to put out. I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> took me to You're throwing on the cuffs. I did, get, um, I did get asked on a date once, a second date, I was taken to the Billy Joel concert. I'm not like a huge Billy Joel fan, but I'm not not a Billy Joel fan. Right. As most people, I think as most people would describe themselves. I think that's a big description, especially in New York. You know, New York is like Billy Joel concerts, like, yeah, he must have thing. had like he was there all the time. He's always right? at yeah. Madison it's a little Square less Garden. intense than this. Yeah, so. it's Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden is like it's kind of like you know going to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Like it's like <laughs> it's just like oh we're doing it's the a rite thing. of passage. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like a thing you just you'd be like oh I got to do that once in my life. I right. can under that to me is less than Taylor Swift. Okay, the 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 bigness of this tour. It's going to go down as the largest tour ever mm-hmm. in the world. The history yeah. of the world. She's made a ton of money. Billion, yeah. they're saying. Um, to me, it's like very reminiscent of like, to me, this feels like, reminiscent, I don't know if it's the right word, but it feels like the ex-boyfriend who's in the wedding pictures. Because she'll always remember this with right. this guy. I mean, what I she know. she knows him. It's not like she's like if it was like a hinge date that I'd never met, and they're just like texting me, and I wrote something about Taylor Swift in my profile, and they bought the tickets hoping I would go with them. Mm. I would be like weird. I don't know what you're like. Like if I've met him a couple of times, and I'm like vaguely interested, um, I want to go to the concert, and right. I don't want to pay. Like, here's the thing: I'm the level of Taylor Swift fan where, um. I would just kind of want to go to see, but I don't want to pay $3,000. So this would be like, I'm kind of waiting for this kind of, I don't think you, this opportunity is coming to me, <laughs> but I'm waiting for like a similarly casual opportunity for someone to just randomly say to me like, hey, I have an extra I ticket. Like the, and I can go, even if I'm not that good friends with them, I would go. Great way to market that on a podcast with a big listenership. <laughs> if, anyone, uh, if anyone's out if any, there. I'll go with you uh, as Jordan long as you're not going to kill me. I right. don't know. Yeah. Where's her next stop? You know, like <laughs> um, my brother and his fiance went. 
It's great con great everyone they says it's great. Loved, loved, loved it. The spectacle, the whole thing. My brother was in, you know, my brother's So you wouldn't go? I, same scenario as you. Mm -hmm. Someone has that extra ticket. I'm, I would go. You would I, go. Yeah, That's oh, what yeah, I'm saying. I see it. But I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, fuck this dude. You know, to oh, go. I'm not saying you're... I'm gonna. Ha I'm gonna. I'm just saying if it goes well, I'm more likely to. Right, you might. Well. <laughs> All he has to do is just say nothing. See, that's the, the kind of thing where if we, let's say, like I became into him when we went, and then we like, and then he broke up with me after that, I'd be like, you took me to Taylor Swift. Well, that's, that's exactly <laughs> that is exactly kind of the point of this, and why it's so uncomfortable is like, yeah, I'd be like, this guy is really into me, right? Right, and if it doesn't work out, no matter when it doesn't work out, you guys could be married fifty years. And then he gets a divorce and he's like, I just don't, you know, want to be married anymore. You took me to Taylor Swift. <laughs> like that would be held against. No, them. the Taylor Swift the thing would expire after six months. Six months. After six months after six months, I wouldn't say that he owed me anything for having taken me to Taylor Swift. Okay. I to me this is too thirsty. The okay. idea that someone You just gonna, said you would go. I would go. But you would think they were lame. I would think they were lame. Okay. I would go. That's the worst of all scenarios. <laughs> right, for them. Right. Right. I would it'd be thir too thirsty what if, to use the ticket. What if they happen to have an extra ticket? Unlikely, but possible. I don't think you happen to have an extra ticket. I mean, in my mind, I'm like, sell it. Make some fucking money. Maybe you know, they like, give it to you. You sell it. I sell it. <laughs> Who's this guy? Right. Oh, I bought it off of eBay, what the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. All right, well, you know, I'm, for me. I'm going. You're going. I'm go if anyone's out there. If you're out there. I mean, I would go. If someone was like, I want to bring my two favorite podcast hosts. Yeah, if there's anyone with two extra out. tickets, where's the next show? I don't my brother bought me like uh, gear. I got a shirt. You a Taylor, Taylor shirt? Of course. Wow. I wanna, I'm well, you were on... You guys are basically best we friends. You were on uh, the t Tonight Show. The Tonight the Show, show together. together. Yeah, we never met, never saw each other once. Uh, but <laughs> we were, were on the same you episode were there of the Tonight Show at the same time. And they show it a lot because I keep getting like sent residuals. You know, you get like sent like five cents okay. whatever, for every time it airs or something. But they show it, I think, more than most episodes. What if Taylor? What if you meet Taylor Swift and she's like, Jared, and you want to? I got an extra ticket. Would you want to? I got. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Would you, Taylor, of course. That's not thirsty. Not, it's not thirsty if it's Taylor. Front row, Taylor Swift jacket on, you know, euphoria makeup. I'm there okay. cheering on my girl Tay Tay. Same. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of hers. I think she's just like, she's also like a case study. I, I, you know, like I just think what she does is just so interesting. Yeah, she kills it. Kills it. Like, I don't know. The, I think everything she does is just like, what? Like, She's Taylor, the mascot we're your number for one Capital fans. One, right? Like she, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She, she might have heard our breakdown of the all too well extended version, listen, and we might not be. We might be banned from the premises. I don't have to. I can be a fan while also being critical of someone. That's what I always say. Right? But, uh, you know, Reddit doesn't like that. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm in. You're it's not in. for me. Um, okay, that's thirsty or not. With Stanley's Quencher H2.0, you are destined to look cool and keep your drink cool with their amazing double wall vacuum insulation. Yeah, this has stayed cold the whole episode, and this is a long one. People. I'm bringing this to the Taylor tailgate, if Bring anyone it. never. Plus, it comes in five different sizes for all your hydration needs, and they have eye-catching new colors that fit any and every summer occasion. Never look or be thirsty again, thanks to Stanley. And you can try Stanley for yourself by visiting Stanley1913.com. 
Yes. Stanley1913.com. Stanley1913.com. And we'll be back on Sunday with your Sunday special. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.